0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Everybody, you call us the robbery! I you fucking pissed moans! I'm all listening to every motherfucking last one of you! Are Sarah and uh, you like Jenna and I, where we basically talk in... And TV movie. and movie. I talk TV. <laughs> you talk TV. <laughs> and now the news. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Now we find ourselves. I, I, I bet about seventy percent of the communication that we have is said through. Uh, it's like it's like that Star Trek TNG episode. It's close. Darmok. Except, like,
1: all of my references go over her head. Like, she doesn't... Not that she's not bright enough to get them, she just hasn't seen the source material that I'm referencing. Yeah, because
0: you're you're not saying things like, Luke, I'm your father. You're doing really... Nick Cage? (laughs) Nick Cage is Darth Vader. Luke, I'm your father, okay? (laughs) No, you're doing, like, really obscure, like, moans and... Like, like if you impersonated the Wilhelm scream, we're being
1: such a butthole, Luke. It's <laughs> pretty
0: <laughs> It's all in the mannerisms, too. Yes. <laughs> if you did the Wilhelm scream, would Sarah know what that is? Uh,
1: I can't do the Wilhelm scream. Oh, really? I can't. Can you? Like right now? Yeah. That, no, that's the Lando scream. <laughs> oh. Ow! <laughs> that's that's closer. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't alive. think people are able to do the Wilhelm scream. Like we know it when we Ow! hear it. Ow! <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: They're getting progressively yelling, worse. look
1: like a Howie Mandel circa 1984 <laughs> in the room with me. <laughs> oh, hold on. These, these seem a little hot. Ah. Test. Test. Testing. Testing. Well, that is testing. Yeah, when you scream.
0: <laughs> but I like. I think I like it there. How's that? Is that better for you? <laughs> test. Sounds okay, man. That sounds good for me. Yours seem fine. I know. Maybe it's much my time I've been cans. doing this for a fucking decade. I need a little more snare on my headphone. Give me more snare. Give me more snare. It has been 10 years since you've been doing this,
1: hasn't it? Well, well. Well, kind of,
0: I mean, not dude, podcasting, This
1: but... This past Monday mm-hmm. was my 20th anniversary in radio.
0: Oh, dude, congratulations. Yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> right? Yes? Yeah, congratulations. I, mean, I guess, yeah. It's just, it's weird celebrating a, a milestone anniversary like this when you never ended up becoming like a big shot in the industry. But what does that mean, or, though? I don't know. Like, I'm not really known... So I had to like, be a I'm bitch, not known professionally, and I'm not known like to listeners or anything either. You know, it's just I know. He, like everyone, every, was every mixed once in a while, Joe somebody Kelly. will be like, "Oh, I know who Joe Kelly is. I've heard of him." But I mean, not for the most part, no. You know, kind of for 20 years, I really have nothing to show for it. Like if I were oh, to Joe. if I were to die <laughs> mm-hmm. today, please don't. Like I don't, I don't plan on not it. Not for the next hour and 15 plan. minutes. I don't plan on it. Thank you, but. I am going to say like if I were to die today like I imagine my my funeral probably wouldn't have very many like radio
0: Bits. industry professionals oh. like attending. Well, yeah but they all hate each other don't they? Isn't it all about like high school go, and fighting? They always go to like yeah, to be the seen. Big shots you had to stuff. be
1: a big shot, shot, didn't you? Had to shoot oh. all big
0: and bad. Is that what he says? Uh, nope. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he says. He probably doesn't know either at this point. My problem
1: with Billy Joel is I like a lot Careful. of his music. Tread lightly. I like a lot of... Billy Joel Burns I'm
0: a big... <laughs>
1: my problem with Billy Joel Bernson. We're both Joels, man, so uh, My problem Careful. with Billy Joel is I like a lot of his music, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of his lyrics are
0: shit. Uh yeah yeah some some of them <laughs> I have a lot do not of problems phonically with sound all right or are you no. just saying the message you're not you don't no, like no, what he's just, saying no just the of... lyrics <laughs> I think actually the message to some of his is songs fine. like okay I get it mm-hmm.
1: that's cool just the words but like, he's using the words he's using fucking bother me <laughs> you know like a
0: heart attack g- 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 yeah g- you I've you got ought a problem to know with that by now. I have a problem
1: with that and I just recently revisited we didn't start the fire oh yeah and <laughs> I'm like this is a I
0: I can't take it anymore yeah neither can I. I can't either, Billy Joel. Can you please end this fucking song? I put REM's "End of the World" in that same category too. Like yeah. just listing a bunch of a bunch of pop culture uh-huh. icons and and uh, events. Right. Like, that is, what what's your message? Yeah, You're I just stringing them all together. But what are you saying? I don't get it. And mm-hmm. I and I understand, Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. Yeah.
1: Like there have always been problems. It's always been burning <laughs> since the world's been turning. <laughs> Leonard Bernstein. See,
0: I just did a mashup there. Aria. You did? Okay. <clears throat> I'm not gonna do it again.
1: We built the pyramids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Math, science, history, and real mister and All starting with the big bang. Bang. <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> uh how was your weekend, man? Uh let's see. I gotta think about what I did for my weekend. Oh, I had a pretty good weekend. Yeah. Had, had a little date night. Yeah. Took the misses out. Oh, you took Jen out. Uh, <laughs> okay. She stayed at home and watched the dogs, and uh, I called a high priced call girl. High priced?
1: <laughs> you, you fucking turn into what's his name from uh, the, the Inglorious Bastards and, uh, and Django? That's the bingo. <laughs> that's a sold American. <laughs> a high priced prostitute. I didn't mean to say it like that. Uh, it's you do? my mind.
0: <laughs> it's my John Malkovich. You, I thought you were doing Lord of the Rings. <laughs> A mind. It's a mind. Like when
1: you asked me earlier, you're like, you want some pizza? And then you said something, and it sounded like you said, and they call it a pie. I don't think that's no, what I you wish did, I would have said that. But that sadly, like... I did not. So I was in here giggling. <laughs> I was giggling like a fucking child, like a little girl. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I've cut you off. What uh, did you guys this do this
0: weekend? Uh, no, just went out for some sushi at the the first sushi place we ever uh, we ever went on a date. So yeah. it's kind of special. To... Sat in the exact same booth, <laughs> Long John Silver. She asked if I arranged that, and I said yes, I did. I totally didn't. Dude, that's... just got lucky. Isn't that awesome when it mm-hmm. turns out like that? Yep, though? you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, it's... fate, man. And, uh you're welcome we'll some live music after that so That's cool. cool a good time with the missus how about yourself uh what the fuck did we do well we went to the harbor house i,
1: I got what is fucking that now sick um oh i heard okay yeah look, i'll tell you about this first so like we went out and did our load in for texas motor speedway yeah, race weekend Bleah. yeah <laughs> got your load in uh for the indie races mm-hmm. and when we got back like i was feeling pretty bad um so I probably, I think I grabbed some soup or something that night, mm-hmm. Thursday, uh, Thursday night, Wednesday, I can't remember what day, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I had some, some soup, like on Thursday night, mm-hmm. had something to eat, and it really crashed down hard. Like on Friday, I went into work, oh, and shit. I just felt like, I felt horrible, Yellow. and I didn't eat anything That's the never entire good. day, especially when you're diabetic. Uh, oh, it, yeah. It comes into play later. Uh, I, so I didn't have anything to eat. I, I, like the past like week... Every night, as soon as I fall asleep, like I sweat horribly, like Ugh. just through my clothes, the sheets, the <laughs> pillowcase, like everything Ugh. is drenched. I hate that. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's like your fever broke, right? Isn't that what they say usually? But it's doing it every night. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So you can't re-break your hymen. Right? I, we, it's just like that. I think he can. you can. I think so? Madonna sang a song I think about it, it. Grows back. <laughs> When he fucks her, <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It her. It hurts her like the first time. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> so I wake up on Saturday okay. and I go into the restroom. Go to and and like I'm sweating. I I can't stop sweating. It's like I'm getting hotter and hotter and hotter. You while eat I'm a lot of there. meat that day. No, what I didn't the eat anything. Okay. And so that's the problem, Uh-oh. which I didn't realize. But like I'm sweating. Hor- I feel like I'm about to pass out. I get out of the restroom and I and I'm again. I had just changed clothes because I was... I'm now sweating through my clothes again. Ooh. And I see Sarah. I'm like, Sarah, I feel horrible. Like, I feel horrible. And she she goes to check my temperature. And she's like, did you splash water on your face or something? I go, no, that's oh, sweat. that's just sweat. She's like, Jesus. Uh, and so she called Prima care She's like, we're going to the Prima care place. Yeah, good for her. We have got to go get you checked out. Those
0: motherly instincts just kicked in, huh? So we go, mm-hmm. and
1: they, they check me out and stuff. And uh, it turns out that... I had, like, this bacterial sinus infection. Oh, uh, I knew it. But it was because of the sinus infection that I didn't eat anything on Friday. And so my blood sugar got so extremely drastically oh, low shit. that, uh, yeah, I was, I was bordering hypoglycemic. Probably not even bordering. I was on that side of oh hypoglycemic. Gosh. So, like, as soon as I started getting some food in me, like, I started feeling much better in that respect. Mm-hmm. But as you can tell, I probably i am still, like, stuffed up. You sound a little stuffy, a little nasty. Yes, yesterday, I was still coughing up a lung. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's I was, why we're hearing this a day late, yeah, listeners. I was hacking phlegm up constantly. Yeah, we don't want that. Which is disgusting. Uh, and so, yeah, that's that's why it took us a little bit. But that was how we spent Saturday. Oh, no. Uh, was going to the doctor and then going to three different pharmacies. Well, oh, actually, didn't go to three different pharmacies. Wait. Went to one pharmacy twice. okay. Oh, and then okay. had to go to another one. There you go. Uh, and so then we got home and started taking medicine, and,
0: and you know you've been was, drugged up all weekend, basically. Yeah. Huh? Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then on Sunday I was feeling a little bit better, and so we went to the Harbor House and had some lunch. Now what is that? It's uh, this floating restaurant on Lake Levon. Dude, awesome! That we keep trying to invite people to come on out to, but like, <laughs> once they find out where it is, like the idea of going to it, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, cool, all right. Water, yeah, like, all right, yeah, you got me intrigued." Why haven't you and invited so, like, me? Well, why don't you guys come on out? Mm-hmm. And it's because you have to drive like. All the way up north to like Plano Allen. Oh, yeah. And no, then drive sorry. super east to Lake Levon. Yeah, we don't do that
0: anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Dude, did you hear about that huge accident? It was on really, like a.
1: Uh, really cool place. 75?
0: Uh 75? Shut down. Yeah. 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 Bad times. It's, you know, it happens every day, though. Local news. Yeah. Well, no, this is. Particularly horrific, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Uh, well, uh, details are still emerging, but uh, it was a it was a fatality accident, and they had all uh, four lanes. I don't know four lanes. How many lanes are on that highway? On which highway? Had it all I seventy five, like right past six thirty five in Plano, LBJ, like Plano. Probably four lanes. Uh, yeah, and uh, my my boss called me. He had drove past it on his way home to McKinney, uh-huh. and he was just like, I don't know how anybody walked away from that. Holy like shit, it's just like mangled cars. It's like indie race car uh crashes and stuff. We yes. see people
1: fly over each other Ugh. and like twist and then he just gets out and he waves. He's like, "I'm good." Are <laughs> hey, so you excited about
0: fuck? excited about cars 3? No. How about that? <laughs> no.
1: Did you have Are they, you have, aware that they Joe, advertised that, that movie anyway? Oh, it is
0: being heavily advertised just not to you and I. Yeah. Because uh we're, we're not. They know how to target, man. Targeted ads. Yeah. And we're not going to see That's it. crazy. They probably like the, listen to this podcast and have heard our opinions just of the, the previous two <laughs> cars stones. They're literally not targeting us.
1: Um, okay, no. To be honest, I have seen some footage of it. Yeah. And it looks good. Oh, yeah. It, it looks like real cars until you look at the front of them. Like I don't know if you ever saw. I took a picture. They were doing the, the press tour. I did see that. In yeah. front of the radio station. They had a bunch of the cars and stuff set up. And the thing is, like... The, the whole idea, like, automobiles with eyeballs and, like, <laughs> mouths kind of freaked me out. I liked it when the Wallace and Gromit guys did it, though. Yeah. It was but, cute. Those Tecron commercials. With, with cars, it's a little freaky. Yeah. And so I ended up taking a picture with what I was like, this is nightmare fuel, guys. <laughs> this is <laughs> nightmare fuel. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have any interest in cars. It's just not my... Yeah. It's never been in my wheelhouse. So. It was
0: always one of the weaker Pixar films, and now... Um... Like it's yeah. The, the yeah name it's the one we've got tarnished. like the
1: most spinoffs and sequels.
0: People of. like it, I guess. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, not
1: until Toy Story Four comes out. Yeah, but even Toy Story didn't have like a you know the Buzz Lightyear movie. Whereas fucking Cars has had trains and planes. Oh, that's and true. And automobiles. The the fucking fire rescue movie that
0: they did too. <laughs> but that's not all. Dame Cook is it? as the fucking star. See, that is not Pixar. Yeah. Pixar would not choose. Dane but Cook. isn't that it's it's their property? No, I don't think it is. I think it's it's a it's a spinoff from another company. I don't think that's Pixar related. Dude, it's it's in the Cars universe. Are you sure? Planes? Yeah. Oh. Well, then I'm, see, I'm I'm unaware even of this. (laughs) There we go. Some movie fan I am. It's just
1: weird that they've sunk so much money into that franchise, yet we still to this day only have one Incredibles movie. Ah,
0: soon to be remedied, though,
1: in 2018. But but to this point, we only have one Incredibles movie. And that's
0: the only Pixar sequel I care about. Yeah. Fuck Finding Dory, fuck Toy Story 4. That's right. I said it. I'm not excited about Toy Story 4. What about WALL-E 2? No, like just, I liked it when they didn't sequelize their own films. Is that right? Like, did I hear correctly? Wally that they're, too? They're sequelizing Wally. I don't think so. I don't think Wally was enough of a commercial success to warrant a. Uh... That would just be. weird. They always do like one for for the money and then one for two that, for the right? show. So Three we... to get ready now. So, go cat go. So we had uh, the good dinosaur, which we just <laughs> bombed. Uh, but then which we had my, my little sister swears by. She's like, it is the cutest movie. Yeah? it's so good. I'm sure it's Pixar. It's at some level of quality, but there's certainly no in and out. In and out, uh, inside, inside out, out. inside. <laughs> Sorry, you I'm mean, hungry. Oh, uh, I was like, you mean Kevin Klein and Tom
1: Selleck? <laughs> Pixar was behind that In movie. The burger chain. A <laughs> couple beers, few laughs.
0: That's right. Your troubles are Come over, on out dude. to the
1: coast. <laughs> we'll get together, have a few laughs.
0: Oh, I was actually doing a uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> In and out. Speaking of, oh.
1: Uh... I get a little sneak because working with WBAP, being the promotions director for them, we have a deal with... Hashtag humblebrag. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have a, a promotional deal that we do with SMU for their Tate Lecture Series. And so they sent me the contract for this upcoming season, the final keynote speaker, mm. Jeff Bridges. Oh, no way! Coming to DFW yeah. to do a talk on you gonna SMU. You're going to get to watch him? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm going to get to go to the dinner the night before to, and meet him. You get to touch him, maybe? Uh, if I'm still working at the station. Brush past him. <laughs> in, like, March. Is it March or May Ooh, of yeah. next year? That's a, that's a long way. <laughs> so that's a long way out, Playing i a long combo. There's a, There's a lot that could happen between now and then. Right, true. So uh, this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case, we will watch a movie every week. And then come back here and talk about it with one another. And uh, share the discussion with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, who we invite to take part in the discussion uh, by joining us on Facebook. In Facebook they've got that little search function Brand new You've never seen anything like this before <laughs> uh, But if you put in the editing bay That's going to bring up a, an image of a woman with the bleeding eyes Click on that That's our page And that's where you can talk back to us And this week was Joel's pick We are Yeah if you're wondering why the facing preamble down the barrel of fucking movies That we never really wanted to watch on this fucking podcast You say we One or the other man I've been dying to revisit this film well, Specifically for you I'm referencing in particular uh, Avatar
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah and now this... Getting this, some of the big ones out of the way. For yeah. you. That's, that's, this, is a, this is a very personal opinion, you should say. I guess. Because I think Unbreakable... Did you watch this one again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I jumped at the opportunity. I've been waiting. It's, it's, I keep a list of films you, that I want to show say Jenna. have been
1: chomping at the bit?
0: <laughs> I wouldn't use those words, no, sir. But uh, the sentiment, certainly, I feel. Uh, yeah, this is on my short list of uh, films that uh, I keep one for Jenna like when when I found out she hasn't found a film oh you haven't seen eternal sunshine of the spotless mind boom top of the list and so we're slowly as our as the years go on working our way down this list uh and unbreakable was on it it was near the top I moved it to the top for you and for her uh and yeah when we we, we revisited it again and I thought joe this was going to be an opportunity, because I haven't seen this film in probably 10 years. Right? Uh-huh. It came out in 2000, so it's 17 years it's a old. It's shame you had to break that streak. <laughs> and uh, I, I wanted to know if it held up, because I, I loved it. Uh, I think I saw it twice in theaters, and then I owned the Criterion uh, Collection DVD, Joe. Oh, wow, what the fuck? Uh, and I wanted to see if, uh, if, if it was just as good as my memory, or if I had somehow clouded, and I built up uh, this fairy tale in my head. And, Joe, I'm pleased to announce that... Uh, it yeah, You've come to your senses. Not only does this film hold up, I, it is better than I remember it. I wow. still love it just as much. I, I still think it is M. Night Shyamalan's strongest film. Well, and... With okay. Sixth Sense being a close second. Wow. And you like uh, Sixth Sense, don't you? I do. I like Sixth Sense a lot. Yeah, Jenna was asking. She was like, is Joe even an M. Night fan? Because all, all she ever hears is, you know... Uh, What's the what's the Mark Wahlberg the, ha- the happening? Oh, yes, the happening. She just hears hey guys, about the happening what's, from what's us. What's happening? <laughs> what's what's happening, guys, with the honeybees? And everybody groans when his name is mentioned nowadays. But uh, you know, fifteen years ago, he was he was like people were comparing him to Spielberg, right? Oh, it's the new Spielberg. Yeah. After Six Sense come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Opinions, huh? thoughts, feeling. Well, I've got a lot of them. I've got, I've got a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions. Well, specifically I, about I M wish- Night the director.
1: I um slash writer mm, slash actor.
0: Mm, mm. <laughs> Now we might finally agree on something, Joe. But we'll get to that later. I
1: think that uh, I think that there are moments, even in this film, that M. Night Shyamalan does a, a serviceable job as a director. <laughs> serviceable. Uh, I think that there are some good moments, some good moments that you feel like almost pay uh, pay homage to like past thrillers. Um, oh, definitely
0: Hitchcockian. There's Hitchco- a couple of shots in here. The
1: steps. Yes, uh, that when we get that truck zoom out from the stairs yep, and stuff. got that like, Ooh, that is shot. definitely a Hitchcockian feel to it. Mm-hmm. That was that was good. That was about it. That's
0: about. That's oh, about come on, come on.
1: That's about. That's all. about all I got.
0: What about the rest of his films? His his oeuvre. Hmm. Mm. Mm, that we call them films. You don't like you don't like, like signs.
1: I, you know what? I kind of enjoyed signs. Yeah. Um. It's sloppy. Uh, but it's got some great moments in it, It though. does have some good moments. And Signs is a little bit more of a crowd pleaser of a film. Like, by the end of it, you know, it's there's something really kind of fun about that whole, like, we all want to believe that things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. We all want mm-hmm. to believe that there's a plan. Right. And Signs is, like, a perfect illustration of a plan at work. But a plan that goes in favor of our antagonists. Uh, or not anti our protagonists. Um that's not usually how real life works, <laughs> but this is a fun little fictitious story that we can lose ourselves in for yeah. a little bit. It's
0: a little more popcorny than your usual well, it's M. Got Night movie. Fucking aliens in it! What are you going to do? Yeah, but you I know, like that it's... they told it from the perspective of like you know oh, we've all seen the cities blow up in Independence Day. Yeah. What's happening out in the country? What's happening in the country? Like how
1: do the aliens get there? And it's it's cool. I think that I think that Signs ultimately succeeds because of the performances
0: yeah uh, um, that's uh, consistent not,
1: across all of his films not because of not because of his direction and not because of his story i think that the movie still succeeds because of what these
0: individual performers uh, pour into their parts so do, do you not think he is pulling those performances out of no. them so you, n- you don't think he's a good director of actors I don't think he's a good director of actors interesting why, why do you say that uh, I, I The Last Airbender <laughs> well I haven't seen that one <laughs> see and that's the problem we're always going to come back the, to uh, The Last Airbender The Happening and that. The, happening, and, uh, the Village the, the What's the Will the Smith village. now I like The Village man After Earth After Earth that's o-
1: Earth After Earth Welcome
0: to After Welcome Earth, to after Earth. <laughs> uh, and then The
1: Lady in the Water
0: which I also enjoyed some great performances in that huh You
1: are the motherfucking (laughs) Antichrist You're the lady In the fucking water
0: Paul Giamatti And uh, again my girl Bryce Dallas Howard (laughs) I think she's great in that i am going to go swimming? So I, I don't understand why you... So you're saying that there are good performances in his films, but there it's are, not because of him. There are good performances in his films, but How I don't say I that? don't believe it's because of it's him. It's what a director does, does, and it's consistent across it his... It is what a
1: director does. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's not consistent across <laughs> his oeuvre. Well,
0: okay, but those you who... You sit
1: there, and it's up and down. It's fucking up and down. Well, Bruce Willis is fantastic in the sixth sense. In this movie, he's a fucking
0: bore. Oh, I like An him
1: An absolute this. bore. If that's what you're fucking... Yeah, Joel, you know what? The fucking <laughs> Avengers was missing. Let it the out. Avengers was missing like a good fucking 30, 40 minutes of like Captain America just being fucking depressed. It's not that a everyone movie that everyone he knows is dead <laughs> and like he just like fucking f- depresses himself and falls into himself and gets all like. Listen, uh, it's a
0: different type of superhero uh, movie. It's before all those Marvel films. I can't take it. It's I a character I mean. study. It's this is a real character study. Y- y- is it? Yes. Is it really a character study? Yes. That's what's and what. And what do we, we get? Uh,
1: what What do we get out of this? How, where Where is the? What do you spec- get out of it? It's not a good ending. character study It's film. not a like, good character study know. because we're inconsistent with the fucking character. I think
0: he's fairly consistent throughout the entire film. I think we this see is, the transition. This is our hero.
1: The first time we meet him, he's taking his fucking ring off his finger because he wants to hit on some chick that's about to sit with him on yeah, a train. Yeah, he's going through a divorce with the, his wife. It, but but they're not. They're split. But that's the thing.
0: No, that's, no, that's a different film, Joe.
1: No, they're, they're, just, they're just split.
0: No, I'm saying that's that's the oh, follow up oh, film. God to damn it, Joel!
1: Unbreakable. Spoiler alert. Which, which I watched on YouTube. I looked up the ending or whatever. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. There's that whole like, "Ooh, guys, is the ending that ties it together with the fucking." It doesn't really tie it together, universe. right? It
0: just shows that uh, no, they're in of, the same yeah, universe. It kind of ties it. It kind of ties, it, 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 kind of ties it together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but 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 it's inconsequential to the story at hand, right? I guess so. it's not like I never saw split. Batman. I had shows no up. fucking desire to see split. Yeah, and I you
1: still don't know. I don't know. I sure don't. Baby, it's. Baby. <laughs> you just call me Baby? <laughs> baby, listen to me, baby. <laughs> and my Baby Driver. It's getting good reviews. That looks like a good fucking movie. Bad baby Driver. Also I'll fucking well. see that.
0: Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yes, film. Edgar Wright can't do no wrong. <laughs> just like M. Night Shyamalan. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, listen. E- even I won't say that, but I think. He'd oh. <laughs> <laughs> destroy this room. <laughs> I don't mean to like get you all frustrated that you're going to throw your furniture. I'm not frustrated. I'm in a great mood because I I saw a great film and I'm excited about it and I'm excited to share. Yes, some of and things I can't wait it. to talk about that one on the next recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good character study and and it it yes it takes its time. It is glacially paced as I as I told Jenna. I was like you know bear down because this is a two and a. Two, two hour plus yeah, film? Yeah, two plus hour movie. But it's so rewarding. You get to know these is characters it? at the end. Yeah, is and, it though? And you're talking about that scene at the beginning where he takes his ring off and, and, and he's hitting on that chick. You learn so much about the character through so little. And that's a consistent theme across my my opinion of this film. So much is, you know, that we're always... Af- that he's afraid of water. We're always saying, Joe. I'm, af-
1: I'm afraid of water. Well,
0: yes, because he almost drowned as a child. If you're not, paying, atten- if you're not paying attention... Uh, we're going to repeat this about five or six times. Yeah, the and there's some visual symmetry. Yes, Joe, but it doesn't. I don't think it beats you over the head. I think it's subtle enough. You've seen it before. It, so it you doesn't beat you over the head. Where where Elijah calls him up and he's like,
1: "I found out something. <laughs> you almost drown. Every hero's got to have a weakness. That's right. You drink too fast. Mm-hmm. You could choke <laughs> on a cup of
0: water, just like me. We're We're not that different. We're
1: not that different,
0: you and I. Yeah, I love that, man. The path of the righteous, man, is beset on all sides. Well, Sam Jackson is Sam Jackson, admittedly Uh enough. But I think, man, he's a... What I did
1: like with Sam Jackson at the very end, there's like this art gallery showing or whatever. Yeah. And they cut over to Elijah, the Elijah character. Mm -hmm. And he's talking to some people. And he's talking right next to a Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. comic book cover. No, I didn't even notice that. I was like... (gasps) We oh my God! Like, foreshadowing. and that wasn't—we
0: weren't even close to that point where he was going to yeah. be in these Marvel movies. Interesting. It's pretty neat. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> that redeems yep. this whole movie. Another <laughs> way that Unbreakable is a brilliant film.
1: Unbreak my heart. No, Joe. I was—I was,
0: I was going to say we always talk about how uh, one of our complaints in films is that uh, you know a, a copywriter, a scriptwriter will try to say everything without showing everything. Um, and I remember reading some interviews with J.J. Abrams when he and Lawrence Kasdan were writing uh, Force Awakens. And he kept saying he wanted to, you know, spell things out and write things. And Lawrence would say, like, no, you, you don't need it. You don't have to say it. Just show it, right? At least you can sure. hopefully agree with me that this film is fantastic at showing instead of telling. There's so much you learn from, yes, some long scenes, but you get all the relationship. The scene where, like, right at the beginning, he's already been on the train wreck, uh, and he's in the hospital, and his, and his son and his, and his soon-to-be ex-wife are there to pick him up. And the son runs up to him and hugs him, uh-huh. and you don't hear the audio. You're hearing like a like a like a drone or something yeah. in the background because yeah. of what he's going through, the shock he's going through. Um, but the son is talking. You just can't hear what he's saying. You see his lips moving. And he makes them hold hands. He makes them hold hands, and then they start then to walk away. They let go. Yeah, and you can tell, and it's from the way that they they look, she kind of half hugs him, whereas the son is all around his waist. You learn everything you need to know about that family in like a ninety second scene, uh-huh. and there's tons of them in this film. And that's that isn't that what filmmaking is all about? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, That's the case I'm gonna make. See for the this case film. that you're it's making everything though, you want in a film.
1: The case that you're making though is like, you know, isn't that what you want in a film for them to just to show and let the, the story breathe that way? Yeah. Just in a better way. Like in and, a better way or in a be- you want in a, better a better way? I want a better story. I, want a better, story. I okay. want a better director. I want a better I want
0: I I want a better plot. Okay, so what didn't work in this film that worked for six Sense for you? Um, because you like that film, right? I do like Sixth Sense. Okay. I like Sixth Sense a lot. I,
1: I think the fact that there was like a mystery to Sixth Sense, and it was something that we were figuring out together with our protagonists. We were kind of learning as they were learning. They tried to take that same atmosphere mm-hmm. from the Sixth Sense sure. and apply it to this movie, and it just didn't fly for me. It doesn't work. I don't know why. I don't know why either, but I feel, it doesn't. I feel like there's something dude, this more... is one of those movies that after I saw it, people were like, dude, so unbreakable awesome right and i was like not really i didn't feel like i didn't like it now you're people no, are like dude i thought you liked comic books <laughs> like that's what their thing would be i thought you liked comics like yeah i do and this took everything about comics and made it boring like it, it's like if i opened the most uh, I, I don't know like one of the cool things about superheroes okay. and maybe you know maybe the maybe the problem is me which i doubt <laughs> But one of the things about like superheroes, and this is kind of the argument that I make for Superman all the time uh, the reason why the Henry Cavill Superman movies never completely work is because it's supposed to be fun. Like to be yeah. a man that can fly. Right. If you could fly, like, you know, this is a story about a man that can fly. And it's like the Christopher Reeve movie, the first mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve movie. There's such a sense of joy yeah. in discovering this person. Well, discovering, not there's all... one small scene in this movie mm-hmm. where there's kind of like this sense of joy of like, holy shit. When, when, when they're lifting the weights. When they're lifting the weights I in the scene with liked the sun. That moment. Isn't a that lot great? Where they're lifting. He's like, what else can we
0: use? Yeah. And, 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 and they say, you water buckets and Paint shit. cans. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, like, that was a moment it's so that I cute. liked, and little moments of
1: humor. We were discovering things along with the
0: protagonist. We were discovering things about him. I know, but Joe. But ultimately, the the, the, the powers—not all the powers that he possesses—are are positive. You know, this isn't like sometimes you get a no, power. He's like also you get Rogue Walken from from the Dead Zone, <laughs> where he touches people. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he can see the bad things they've done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you get like uh, um, what is her name? Who uh, a Rogue from yeah. X Men. Let Where your body move to she's the got music. Powers that, uh... Hey, hey, hey <laughs> come, on, come on, rogue Rogue. rogue. <laughs> Did you ever see the Rogue cut of uh, the last X-Men film? I own it, but I've never watched it. I really want to see it. Because uh, she was I always one of my favorite it. characters. I yes. P- I'll let you burn it. Please do. I wish I'd known I'd have brought it on. with me. Uh so If I, I, only I, were we were gonna see each other again this time next week, <laughs> I Joe. Know,
1: right. I um I know it's frustrating for you because it's like one of those things nope. that you see it so clearly. I don't and feel... And it's like, I, but how can Joe. you not like this because of this and this and this? Yes. And I, I, I don't. I'm not
0: frustrated, I, Joe, because I have the truth on my side. Oh, my God. I know. And I also have Rotten Tomatoes, which, by the way, 68% of, uh, of critics, and that's being, you know, that's that's, that's harsh, but 77% of audiences uh, agree with me, <laughs> Joe. <laughs>
1: I just love how you'll take... It it could have been the critics that were 77%. You're like, dude, the critics, 77%. Whoever had it higher. Yeah, exactly. It, they
0: agree with me, man. <laughs> Usually you tend to agree with audiences and stuff uh, like this. But, but uh, that
1: seems like a low, fresh score.
0: Yeah, 68%. Because, because while I do adore this film, it is not perfect. And yeah, as we said, the runtime, it stretches on. One of the things about character uh, studies and movies like this is... Uh, yeah, you're, you're, it's not about the plot a lot of times. Sometimes you're going to see a scene... That doesn't advance the plot, but it, it, it teaches you something about the character uh-huh. that is, is crucial to the plot later on. Yeah. And so th- there are scenes like that in there when he's asking his boss, uh, you know, how many sick days, how have, many I sick days have I had? How many days have I I'd like that. And the guy was like, I get it. I get your point. <laughs> I'll get your
1: point. $4 you, you, a week. Give,
0: I'll give you $4 more dollars a week. Or whatever, 40 Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> $4, four dollars a week extra <laughs> is, not much. is kind of insulting. But still, 50 the, the
1: idea was he gives him a raise. Yeah, uh, See, so you learn something there. It just took a little time to get but there. But everything, every every time that <laughs> you, you chip make a away, point, Joe. no, no. Every time you make a point, though, about like well, but there was that. Then you've got like these horribly pandering fucking scenes with Sam Jackson, where he's explaining what comic books oh, are the art of it. Yeah, and I'm like, motherfucker, that is not. And and don't start telling me about like the importance and the art of comic books when all the books you have on your racks are like the fucking horrible Wildstorm comics that were out in the <laughs> 90s where it was like no story and it well, was all just art. Oh, they could get the rights to, it Joe, was for so, a film like this. To, and he's got, it's in that last scene where you're in his lair or whatever, in the most valuable comics on his racks. And if you were to pause it and look okay. at what comics are on the rack, it's like, fuck Joe, that.
0: are you seriously judging I, the film I based on this minutia? Because
1: if you're making your whole movie about people that understand and, like, respect the comic book story and respect, like, the art of it and the history of comic books. And then what you're going to show on your racks are fucking a uh, ghost number 1 or like fucking wild child like
0: grifter from uh, Joe you know the wild the, storm they can't get clearances to any of the fucking marvel or dc but comics but they had they it in the end have. there was the art fucking gallery and he had the nick fury comic book cover right there all right well they got to negotiate these rights joe I, get, always... I guess i guess and do. joe these are the types of things but this is, that you're going to be judging this film but on but this is i can judge it it's this is a flimsy criteria. case i get
1: flimsy the flimsy no, case so then you've got you've got sam jackson who's talking about like But this is the way that comic books work. The fact that this dude, you know, was fucking, he grew up and he had frail bones. And so immediately he thought, huh, well, this must be some kind of a a comic book thing. This must be some, I've got a comic book condition. You know what? When I was diagnosed with diabetes, (laughs) I wasn't like, well, then that means there must be someone out there who's the exact opposite of me. (laughs) <laughs> who's got perfect blood and they're obviously going to be superheroes so what I should do is fucking bomb trains and planes and shit and see if I can find the person who has the <laughs> that's funny as shit
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't keep my shit together I pull up the Twitter feed and uh listener listener Rodney listener Rodney has tweeted us at at the editing bay follow us please so, with a footy gift, <laughs> We'll put it on the Facebook page if you can do this or not. What I hate about it is or that it's so follow us on Twitter. Right. Yeah. And he says, mentally preparing you, myself for Joe to shit, shit all over, all over Unbreakable. It's. And it's, uh, 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 what's his name? Rodney. No, no. The oh, double. no. It's Hades. Hades. It's Thank Hades you. From Hercules. From Hercules. <laughs> Same <God damn> it. <laughs> Which is like, it's like. That's how I feel. It's great
1: because it represents how you and Roddy feel. <laughs> but it also represents how I feel having watched
0: this fucking movie. I understand, Joe.
1: I didn't, I just, but I don't you, like it. I, I, I know, don't but, like but, the movie.
0: But And that's why I'm going to take take you through this methodical <laughs> process where I proved to you as if we're in a court and <laughs> the listeners like, are in, in Inherit the wind. <laughs> <laughs> you're Jason Robards and you're about yes. to fucking defend this. Exhibit A, the acting. We already talked about the acting. Awesome performances by Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis and uh, also uh, Robin Wright, Robin Wright Penn at the time, still she's married to like, Sean Penn. She's like a fine wine. Man. She is fa- Oh, d- she's just like the, the the older she gets, the mm-hmm. more beautiful she is. You've been watching House of Cards the new season? No, I need to start watching it. Though. I'm two episodes away from finishing last season, so I got to Sa- catch up before. Sarah I and I jump tried starting it once mm-hmm. in
1: the first episode when like fucking William uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Spacey uh, Kevin Spacey murders a puppy and
0: I'm like yeah.
1: uh I don't know if I can watch that. Like that's you don't get murder until he kills a puppy
0: in like the first scene of the of the show. Yeah, and he also breaks the fourth wall and talks
1: to the audience and like, tells him, sometimes I you just, have just put sometimes you have to kill a puppy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I think you're paraphrasing, but just <laughs> saying sometimes why you have to couldn't you put, put, put something the puppy out of back misery. in the box? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Gage. Uh, so exhibit A, the acting. Let's do this. Let's do even this. the little kid Joseph, their son. That you gotta. It, Admit that kid's adorable, right? A case for unbreak. If you're going to follow up uh, Haley Joel Osment, you couldn't find a, a better kid, It'd be more convincing. That guy mm-hmm. goes through the, all the range of emotions in this film. Sure, all so you of got them. the acting, you, Joe. You've got the music. Uh, maybe I can at least win you over there with a score by James Newton Howard. Is, uh, there, is yeah. there music? I don't is remember it, any. Is music? there music, Joe? It's got it's got a great iconic superhero theme, like right up there with the best. What? Of, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't some remember. Of the X Men, some of the Marvel themes. So is the right X Men. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. Da, 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 da. Uh, no, it's better than that. So, actually. Like when, it, when it
1: kicked off, da, da, da. You, like, you knew there was action.
0: Da, da, da. Ba, da, da, ba. You know what it is. Ba, da, da, ba. Remember that? And they repeat it. That moment when he comes out of the swimming pool at the end and the two kids have saved him. <laughs> yeah that's our Zero. hero he had to get saved by two kids <laughs> no but it works <laughs> Joe it works in the context of the film and it's one of those most you know, like you fucking pump your fist and like yeah go yeah. get him go get him David Dunn <laughs> okay so we've got performances we've got music we've got uh, let's, let's talk about some of the camera work because maybe at least I can win you over there there's some really inventive and technically difficult shots um and like, he, like he's in the water. Not, he's not just like shooting a rom com where we're just gonna go OTS over the shoulder on one person and then cut to the other. Uh-huh. He, he he's using framing. There's that one like wide shot when they're in the stadium and he's framed them between the bars yeah. of, of uh, uh, a staircase. There there are the, nice there the are foreground. nice uh shot there's a moment <laughs> there's when, nice shots. when David and Joseph first go to uh compositions as well. Thank you. There you go, yes. Uh yeah, the, the the not the compositing, the composing. It's a nice uh jib shot <laughs> when when David and Joseph uh, finally meet, uh, what's his name, Sam Jackson, Elijah uh-huh. Price, uh, yeah. they go to his thing. So the camera starts out, wide shot of the street, and starts moving in. You see David and Elijah walk in the front door, and the camera kind of doesn't follow them. It goes past them, and then you end up in, looking out the window of uh, Elijah Price. You see them walk in. It's sure. like perfectly timed. Uh-huh. It's a really great shot. There's a shot when he's in the parking lot. Yeah. Sometimes the camera looks like it's stationary, and you don't realize it's going to move until it does. So this, you've got the camera, and it's like looking at the hood. Remember, so he's got the he's got the note from Elijah. He came out of the church, the memorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, and, and uh, yeah. right as he's like it's looking like, around. When was the last time you were sick? Yeah, he opens a note, and, and then he looks around to see who could put it. And right then the camera like lifts up. And it's pointing down. You see the empty parking There's lot. No There's exactly. no one. There's no one. Just some really great camera work. Would <laughs> I wish you they would
1: have pulled out maybe like pulled out just another inch and see like Mr. Class hobbling. Out <laughs> the like, I'm not quite fast enough. <laughs> Curse your cameras.
0: There's another uh, thing we'll talk about. How about He's the like, suspense? I just want to ask you a question, dude. There there are moments, there are scenes in this film that like have you on the edge of your seat. Like that scene when Sam Jackson is following the guy yeah. trying to see if he's got the gun. And
1: then he encounters his only
0: weakness, <laughs> handrails.
1: <laughs>
0: that's kind of on him, though, isn't it, right? Like he's Damn a 40-something-year-old man. I like that he fa- he falls and he's like,
1: ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, breaks all his legs. But then like sees the guy has a gun, he's like, ah.
0: Uh. Because, <laughs> I'm like, because no, he knew what was going to happen. I know, but that's how obsessed he is. He knew what the, what the risks were and uh, the reward out, outweighed it. So you got a great scene like that. At the end, when uh David uh, uh rescues the family. Or half of it anyway. the kids. Yeah. He rescues Sounds the like children. Parents are already dead yeah. by the time he gets there. But um you see it, you want to talk about Hitchcock, it's like the camera's outside of the window with the uh the curtains are yes. like blowing. The, that was well and done. You start to see that You was can well kind done. of see her, and you can kind of see him, but That's it's obscured. The, the
1: problem though with this movie is that this scene, this moment, finally arrives. It finally happens, but it happens two hours later into the movie like he's he's been building up to it but it's It's a slow burn No, dude you need to give us a little bit more and i get oh this is a darker character study kind of a superhero movie you need to give us some kind of heroics you need to give us something that this guy does that we could fucking root for because for two hours we have nothing to really root for we have a guy who almost gets shot by his kid and then like the very next night is like hey baby let's go on a date and leave our kid with a fucking babysitter (laughs) Our kid who just pulled a gun on me. But you know what? Let's let's leave him at home with the babysitter, <laughs> and we're gonna go get some dinner and talk about what our favorite fucking colors are. You know
0: what? It didn't. What, what, what's it wasn't your necessarily The next color? day was it?
1: What's your favorite? Now, color? Now that is what's a great scene. It's it's not. And it's though. got that long it's shot so with the strike, slow... ridiculous. And I understand, like, oh, there these two people trying to rediscover each other. Yeah,
0: they're gonna give love another chance. Fuck that, Joe. And all fuck we are your saying. stupid
1: plot device of like <laughs> this estranged fucking couple. There's a guy who was in a fucking train wreck. One. Dude in a train wreck yeah. and survives. Ooh, that's a compelling enough mystery for a movie. Mm-hmm. No, not enough. This dude who is in a train wreck survives. Turns out he's kind of a superhero. He's he could he's never been hurt, never been sick, right. And he touches people and he fucking gets a sense of things. Yeah. And this is, did this just start happening when he was? Does it just happen? Does <laughs> it just happen with the honeybees? It's the trees. Did like did the train wreck? Is it like X Men where like you need something? like to jolt your system, or like Highlander? You need something to jolt your system, and then these powers start to manifest? I just think he... Or
0: could he have always done this? He was like Dumbo. He was in not denial the whole time. And then once he started recognizing these things, and he's encouraged by the Sam Jackson character. Is that when he, fi- when he finds character.
1: out that he almost drowned? That, like he yeah, suppressed yeah. that memory, and that was along with all these other things? And then also the car, car accident ooh, that he was in. I embrace this now. He's lied to himself <sighs>
0: so long about the car accident, and that he, he was in a serious accident, and he had to quit football. And actually, uh, it was just... He, he decided to quit for her. That's what you find out.
1: And and that kind of shitty. No, that it shitty? says a Isn't lot that, about his character because yeah, then it's then a it, fucking it, it, character it, study, Joe. It paints Joe. it up that oh, it's because of her, because of the woman,
0: because he loved her we so did much, this because of the woman. Yes, yeah, because... he loved
1: her so much, Joel, which is why he's taking his fucking ring off in the first scene of the <laughs> Listen, fucking movie. A lot happens and between starting to hit on some fucking trailer a lot, trash. A
0: lot happens between the high school sweethearts and the and the then that seven year itch. Yeah. or... 14, 21 year? How, yeah, how long are we supposed they're married? It was a while. They yeah, were, the, the kid's at least like, what, 12, right? They were together for a while. Oh, that kid, little Joseph. <laughs> Get him, Joseph. Put that fucking gun down, Joseph. Oh, that scene. You want to talk about tents? How great is that? <laughs> now, I, I will give you, they literally check off gun. The gun. The gun. Right? It's uh-huh. like, oh, I'm reaching, I'm looking for some old photos in my uh, yeah. my closet. And but what's here? A, oh, it's, it's oh, a gun. It's yep, still there. But it's kind of believable in the moment, like, like because he is worried about protection, right? Uh-huh. He's worried that Elijah might show up. He's not quite sure about this guy. This guy's kind of stalking his family. So it makes sense for him to rediscover the gun and tell the audience that he has one, because it'll play in later. But yeah, the scene where Joseph grabs it uh-huh. and is threatening him, because he's convinced that his dad is Superman. Okay, uh, and David's not quite convinced, and, uh, and he has to talk him out of shooting him. Yeah. I'll just shoot you once, Dad. I'll just shoot you once. How, just, right, isn't that a great it's, scene? It's not. And though. then finally, the resolve. He gets the gun, and everybody just kind of collapses under the the weight of the emotion. I just didn't feel. I didn't feel it, Oof, man. I didn't feel it. How I was can like, you not? Okay. "There's so many feels." Because it's I don't believe feels.
1: it. I'm not buying into what's happening. All right. Well, Exhibit
0: D, Joe, is uh, the humor. I will say in this film, it's another thing when you see a movie you want to be. Uh, <laughs> it was so want to be tickled by all the senses. There are moments of humor. So. We talked previously about the scene where they're pumping iron, and uh, as they add more weight, good bit. Yeah, you it you, is. you see him. You see every time we come back to Joseph, he's a little farther away, and then right, right at the very end, when he's put all of the weight on, he's like literally standing in the closet with the door open. I uh, it's like. What do you do if something happens? I
1: think Call a more mom, a more realistic thing to have had happen in the course this. of this movie is that you know Joseph tries lifting the weights. Okay, that Joseph Why? tries. Lifting it's lifting. not about him. Well, but no, but what I'm saying is <laughs> instead of him like getting in a fight with some fucking kids or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. This is like this movie fucking frustrates the shit out of me because I don't know why, Joe. the whole time I'm getting fucking pandered and talked down to it's a lo- by fucking M Night Shyamalan about what comic books are about and I'm like Listen, bitch. I don't need to listen to what you're fucking telling me. Yeah, what comic didn't you have an issue with
0: like the stats at the beginning? Like you know, it starts off with like, so, so many people read comic books—twenty-four books 35 pages in a comic book—and I'm like,
1: I thought it was twenty-four. <laughs> well, maybe he's maybe counting be, the ads. Maybe, 30, maybe it's thirty-five. He's counting the
0: sea. Uh... Yeah, the, the, the Nintendo ads <laughs> that, no, that were in it. No, what are the sea creatures? The sea monkeys. Oh the yeah, sea monkey dude. Or the X-ray school. specs.
1: Yes. You send away for the X-ray specs, that. dude. Comic books, oh, fucking croc.
0: Some fun, I know, right? Hey, you know, I have a question for you, please. Semi-related to comics, Sunday funnies uh-huh. in the newspaper. Yeah, do they still exist? Uh huh. Yeah. There's so if I went out and bought like what a Dallas Morning News, the Sunday be, edition, there would yeah. be a, a, yes. a comic section. Yeah, you get is it like a big crankshaft and get fuzzy and what did you just call me? Crankshaft <laughs> <laughs> and get fuzzy. Yeah, Fuck they you still, too. They still have them.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wasn't,
0: anybody we know like is. Yeah, Gar- Joe. Uh, there's,
1: there's, a, there's a new comic by this guy M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> called Unbreakable. It's really fucking boring. And no. like every week, it's just a guy sitting at his fucking kitchen table. It just wasn't true. And he's just just sitting there, depressed, just eating cereal, eating cereal, looking at the paper, and walking up and downstairs it's while his wife that. does laundry. Yeah, but you learn so and much about like, that character. Then there's just one that one he, panel where he fucking lifts her up. And carries her up the stairs in a really like fucking sloppy looking shot. No,
0: it's but that shot is so great because it's like Superman flying, carrying Lois Lane. Like it's shot from that same angle. Sure, they're floating up the stairs. Yeah, she's in, it, it's he is he rescuing he her. Puts her
1: in the bed, and he's like, "I had a nightmare."
0: That's right, because he says the whole line earlier about how I she says during their date, she, but she "I didn't asked want him, you to tell me it was going to be okay." She asked him uh, when he knew he was falling out of love, and she he says uh, when he would have nightmares, he would wake her up. And she would tell him it was okay, and then uh, one time he just didn't. He didn't wake her up when it came a nightmare. And yeah. that says a lot. And then later on, that mean that uh, it has a double meaning, right? Yeah. When he lays her down, she says, he says, I had a nightmare. And uh, she says, it's over now. The nightmare is over. There we go. The nightmare of their divorce. Joe. She... Subtext. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's uh, just little moments in there. It's brilliantly written. I, I, it's brilliantly directed. It's I brilliantly acted. I cannot go with you
1: on that journey. That it's brilliant in any in any way, shape, or form. Well,
0: seventy-seven percent of uh...
1: dude look. <laughs> <and> the...
0: <laughs> That's all I could point the, to.
1: That the, there means there's thirty-three percent of people who don't. Me and Rodney, <laughs> you and Rodney. There's no N.
0: No, his it's... actual name is Rodney, but his, oh, okay. his handle is Roddy. oh, like
1: Roddy Piper, like Roddy Hopper, yeah. Rowdy, Rowdy Hi- Hopper. Follow Roddy Dude, that Hopper 2. That fucking meme. That, that, that gif, rather. Is see if you're following hilarious. us on Twitter,
0: listeners, at TheEditingBay, <laughs> that double E in the middle. Look, there, you'd, I don't you'd think I'm shitting all over it. I don't think I'm shitting well, all over it. Well, you're not movie. appreciating it for... Uh,
1: I don't have to. <laughs> you, you it doesn't just, speak to me. It, but, it's okay, not what it's not what I'm looking for in a movie like this. It's fine if
0: it doesn't speak to you, but you at least have to recognize these things I'm pointing out. that the, the Okay, I'll give you the direction, but great performances, right? Good music. Good, good suspense. There are good, good performances. They're
1: really good performances. I don't remember the music. Okay, oh, I don't. Man. I found I love it. That co- score. I guess it was pretty forgettable for me. <laughs> I don't remember it.
0: Oh, it's such a great theme.
1: Uh, How about I, the use of color throughout? What color? There was no color. <laughs> well, the, yes, there was, it was one drained. scene that was colorful. There's fucking scene where there's a bunch of comic books. They're in a comic
0: shop. I didn't see color once. Well, it, that's intentional though. Yeah, because the villain has just the black and white. It's all monotone, right? He doesn't have any. And that's paintings. another problem I have with this movie, the villain. Mm-hmm. The the villain. He's the mastermind. Why is he the villain? Like He's the mastermind. See, the thing about
1: villains is that they don't think they're villains. They don't regard themselves as villains. Well, they think about themselves as trying to make the world a better place, but through their uh, illogical means. Uh, whereas fucking Sam Jackson is all but saying, like, I'm your arch nemesis. Yeah, he just wanted like, to find... Now that we know
0: who you are.
1: What the fuck? I know who I am. That doesn't make sense. If you want to do this and make it true to comics, then have them working together to try to solve a problem and then they have a disagreement and and something happens and that's how they become arch nemeses. That's... A classic comic book story, and it's not hard to take that formula and put it in kind of a modern well, character study
0: setting. But if you think of it, Joe, they kind of are. They're di- they're both discovering the mystery of no, David's because, powers. Yes, because he fucking straight up says, "I know who you are now. I am your nemesis." No, he was evil before. Is the point you're making? Yes.
1: All right. Well, but and and, it's a twist. and he so much <laughs> says those words, and then we have that fucking ridiculous bit at the very end, the fucking end of this movie pisses me off to no end <laughs> yeah. because you've got the whole like so I guess it's time we shake hands. This is the part where we shake hands. And they shake hands and we get to see like oh she's well, on no, the flashback. He did all those things, Mr. Glass it's... orchestrated
0: all this stuff. Oh. It it is uh, it does ask the audience to go uh, a, a step further. But at that point in the film like I'm in. I was with it. I think the film earned it. But but did, just like Tom Hanks said in David, David Ryan, David did not
1: earn it. He didn't earn the knowledge; he was just given it. How 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 cool would it have been if David learned these things for himself? Okay, but it's not about the knowledge. It
0: it's not about knowing with your powers. It's about being faced with a choice. He could choose to ignore, or he could choose to use these powers and uh, uh, try to right wrongs, as he did. He he remember, there's that scene where he's in the he's he's discovered his powers, and Sam Jackson tells him to to hone it. You got to harness it and build on it. So he goes to the train station, right? And he's got his arms. And out. that's when he finds the murdering. Yeah, janitor. but it, but it doesn't start off with him. It starts it's off with the hate there's crime. a woman who we like just doing some petty theft, steals uh-huh. a necklace, right? Yeah. And then you see the hate crime, the guy with breaking a beer bottle, and then over the black vehicle. rapist. And then you see the rapist. And so they keep elevating. And then finally, when he gets to that murderer, he decides he's like, this is the this is a big fish, yeah, that I'm gonna go tackle.
1: Okay, that's great, but still, like it would have been more tackle fish by the way it would it would have been more satisfying good fucking (laughs) lord way more satisfying for me to see David while honing his skills figure out that Sam Jackson that Elijah was behind this stuff that like that is the the final reveal is that he learns it Mm -hmm. not because Elijah gives it up to him that Elijah understands that when he does this boom he's gonna learn this so it's time for me to be the villain. Like, he's so much, he's saying, he's, he's almost exactly saying that right before he shakes his hand. Time for me to be the bad guy. Yeah. No, like, we learn this maybe. Maybe it's like, instead of it being a, uh, I guess it's time we shake hands. But hand, then it's not a twist at the end, right? That, but it could still be a twist at the end, just if David learns in a, in a
0: way that isn't deliberate on the part of Elijah. You know what I am saying. I hear what you are saying, but that's not. But but then there is no. But well then, what's the motivation for Elijah, who have been doing this the whole reason he's plotted these acts of terror is to find his hero that he can be the counter to, or to find his partner. Well, to find someone, how this, to to this find someone who's
1: like him that can kind of figure out who these other people are. Because we find out that he's done this and there are other survivors mm-hmm. of these other tragedies. Other people to be found. Mm-hmm. Almost like a Professor X and Magneto, but like in a real world setting. But like Bruce Willis does not want to be that. He is he especially doesn't agree with those terms, with what it is that, that Elijah has done. Right. We could still play that, and we could still play that in an intellectual way. It didn't have to be as just sloppy and thrown out there at the end like they did in this movie. And then on top of that, we end the movie with fucking text. With text. <laughs> it started like, with it's, text, might as well. Like it's right? a fucking lifetime no Look, well, you Joel, start listen, the movie with you text. You're giving us like details of a comic book. Joel. That's one thing, Joel. Okay. The end of the movie explains like that David brought the authorities back to a, to arrest Elijah, yeah, who was put in a, an asylum for the criminally insane. Sure. That's completely different things. Like, we're not bookending this movie. Well, listen, are
0: you complaining that the movie's too long, or do you want to see those scenes? Like, don't you want to know how it wraps up? I mean... I'm complaining about both, because what we're shown in this movie
1: aren't the things that they should be showing us in this movie. And then the things that are given us in text, like, that's the stuff we should be seeing. Okay, you see, you just wanted a different film, film, though. I absolutely did. If you're going to give me a movie about a fucking superhero, (laughs) and you're going to put it in the real world, you know what? You can't super did it. Listen, you can't go to fucking a fucking s- super made a movie about a fucking real life superhero, and <laughs> oh, and it true. was engaging and it was wickedly
0: funny and it was dark. Well, maybe we'll do that on the podcast they, at some point. We fucking James Gunn, right? Yes, sir. Never seen it. Heard it's, it's a good, really good. Fucking but it's like R rated, and it's trying to be a different film. That's not what he's trying to do. But basically, you sound like a vegetarian who's going into a steakhouse and saying this place sucks. Well, no, you gotta fucking like steak and and know that you're going to get a steak meal and then enjoy it on its on its that is a really fucking stickiness. broad generalization about well, what, what it, it is that I'm going You're saying you didn't into. like this film because it wasn't the story that you wanted well at least appreciate it for what it was and the story it was trying to tell, okay. and then it executed it. But I can't. That's the, but what I'm trying to tell you is
1: I can't. I cannot appreciate the story that Man, I was told. That's, tough. that's 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 disappointing. It is tough. I'm disappointed tough for you, Joe. You don't have to be
0: disappointed. For no, me? I am because you're missing out on the joy. I'm not. I've tried seventy-seven percent of this is now the fourth movie
1: that I, the fourth time I've tried to watch this movie. Oh, really? and there's nothing. Oh, look, I'm sorry. guys, I don't go into a movie and go. I don't like this. I don't want to like it. No, I would love to have. I would love to have come back here today and been like, you know what? Uh, I've been wrong. Like, this is a good flick. I really like this movie. I can't. I don't like it. It's boring. It's, it's it is so long. fucking plotting. Yeah, and it's
0: it's so horribly constructed. It's intentionally paced. Yeah, I guess Let's put man. it that way. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because even again watching it, I was like, okay, it's a little long. What scenes do you cut out, or what scenes do you cut short? And the only one I could come up with was your favorite scene where they're um, experimenting with the dumbbells. Like, we, we go back to that like three or four times. We probably could have just done it two or three times. Um, but that's that's a mild complaint. You need every other scene in this film, I think. One scene in this movie. Okay. Gave me chills. Ooh. And almost made me want
1: to kind of get, like, teary. Here we go. exhibit It's when Joseph wakes up. Mm-hmm. And David and uh, Audrey are in the kitchen. <gasps> yeah, near the end. And they were just having a talk. Uh-huh. Audrey goes to start making breakfast. You can like tell making they're breakfast. Like She's flirting saying. with each other. And she talks about how, like, I don't think we should talk to Elijah anymore. If he mm-hmm. tries to contact us, we should contact the cops. she okay? got her back turned to Every, them. Everybody agree? Jo- uh, Joseph pours himself some orange juice. We see it from his and POV. In, and in this shot, mm-hmm. suddenly this newspaper starts to get pushed yep. into his, his POV. Mm-hmm. And, like, Bruce Willis kind of nods to it, read it. Yeah, Joseph starts reading it. It's mm-hmm. about how this... Anonymous hero mm-hmm. Saved two, two kids children. Mm-hmm. And like Joseph looks at his dad And Bruce Willis just mouths You were right Yep Yeah And I'm like Fucking
0: A man mm-hmm. And the Fuckin look on their a. face And then the look on the kid's face He's uh-huh. like tearing up And you're Really great And it's completely silent Really You just hear the clanking great. of the dishes Of Audrey in the uh-huh. background um, So And they that, just have that that's conversation a, That's right a there. fantastic bit And that's the climax That's and like
1: then they follow it up With that bullshit Fucking text and shit oh. And all that <laughs> But, but like that's a really good moment, and it's a fucking fantastic moment that I wish was in a movie that I liked more.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Okay, well, at least I can, I can get you to pinpoint uh, a, a percentage of the film that, that did something right yeah. for you, that, that made you feel something. Yeah. See, and that for, for me, this film is full of all of those feels, uh, and I, I was I was with it from the beginning, and uh, I, uh, the first time I saw this film, I had no idea it had anything to do with comic books, yeah. so I was uh, completely confused mm-hmm. when that text came up initially. Yeah. Uh, and then by the end I'm like, I'm in this world. I believe these characters. I'm following them on this journey they've gone through. Um, and I, I'm I'm rooting for them at the end. What thought, more do you want in a film, Joe? I don't know, man. Humor, I, I don't know. I don't know what funny. else to tell
1: you. I feel like I feel like that he tried to hinge a lot of this movie. Like that he became so famous with Sixth Sense because of the twist that it was like, Well, I've got to have a twist in this movie. I just think that's his style. Like I've got to have a twist in here. Storytelling And unfortunately and it was, it was predictable, like I think that's one of the things you saw that twist coming. Yeah, yeah. I I, well, (laughs) you see it in the moment when he's in the comic shop, where the guy's pushing the other guy, and he starts to push. Like you learn that about his character. Mm -hmm. It's very subtle, but if you're paying attention, you learn that about his character. he's very manipulative in trying to get what he wants, and and, also he and discovering
0: things. He flat out, as he's telling that guy who's trying to buy the painting, like you know the, the heroes always have the strong jaws and the you know the whatever yeah. the villains are the ones with the big eyes and the big heads all yeah. disproportionate to their body to uh-huh. talk about their scutes meanwhile fucking bug-eyed sam jackson with this crazy literally crooked fro yeah. right mm-hmm. he's always wearing like the dark the yeah. inside of his car is comical it's like uh, Cruella DeVille's. It's like a car. bubble bubble wrap. It is, yeah, yeah. It's all uh, padded yeah. like the inside of an elevator. I mean you you, you see it coming, you see it coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. That it's like, oh, yeah. okay. But it's not really trying to hide it. But when you go back, you appreciate these things that it's it's giving you clues up ahead. It wants you to figure it out, Joe. The mother flat out says at the end when she's after he's he's uh, saved the kids and the and the family and the home uh-huh. um and then we cut back uh, to it, the the gallery yeah, showing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Bruce Willis talks to talk to uh, uh, Sam Jackson's mom, and she says, you know, it, it, it's not the she says about you know the villain that the hero fights isn't the real villain. There's always a mastermind behind it, and yeah. so she's kind of like taking it one step further. Uh-huh. But yeah, it, is, she, it's is always she hinting at the fact that she's the mastermind? No, that Sam and Jackson is. I don't know. I don't know where she comes from. That she seems like she didn't age at all. Yeah, like, that was really bad. Age Sam Jackson's really like fifty years makeup. older, and
1: she looks. That was bad like, age. It was, it was just bad age makeup. Yeah,
0: yeah that's that's what it did wrong. <laughs> I
1: did I did like the uh, the the video that we were watching before we got started here, and it was like the baby's arms and legs are broken, <laughs> but like the uh, baby was moving its arms how like the fuck is seconds? it moving its arms and legs? Now? They're so broken.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of and then there's we talked earlier about how um, he realizes he's never been sick, Joe. Don't you think you'd realize before the age of 45 that you'd know. I've never... Well, I don't even know what it feels like to be sick. You'd like, be like, Dude, man, it's that cold, man. You know what I'm talking about. I'd be like,
1: no. No, I don't know what I a cold feels like. I don't, I don't know what it feels is.
0: like to be sick. I've never taken a sick day in my life. Yeah.
1: That seemed a little
0: unbelievable. Yeah. That's what it did to be, wrong. to be that unbreakable. <laughs> uh, all right. How yeah. about the use of uh, one more thing? I like um, how uh, his... So he's become like a security guard, right? Uh-huh. And Sam Jackson even says, look at the career path you've chosen. You naturally want to be a hero. And so his poncho that he wears naturally in the rain, protect people. His security What's poncho. What's in your wallet? It kind of becomes his cape. Like that's his costume yeah. right, that he wears in the end. Yeah. I like it. I, Symbolism. I, like, I liked
1: what they did with him, like with the visuals in the end, near the end where he's in the house. Yeah. And you see him. Like when, so tense, When man. the dude goes back into the house and starts taunting the dead mom,
0: and suddenly we see Bruce Willis come, come up, up from behind. him. And it's that long shot, and just the music swells as he's choking this guy out, and you see it in real time. Does he kill him? No, he just chokes him out. He up. just chokes him out. Yeah. I mean, presumably the cops show up later and and arrest him. Yeah. Handcuff him. I was I was very curious. How about great that. is that though, man? Right? For That's these the kids climax. to lose their parents, no. no, no. I mean, <laughs> and for, what a fucking like the flashback when the
1: the dad is like. Like, the guy starts to open the screen door, and the dad's, like, trying to keep it clo- I'm like, dude, just close the regular door.
0: Yeah, it's so sad, though. you trying said, to get in. Yeah, it's a little Monday morning quarterbacking when he, well, some dude's no, trying to... Well, that's the, the heavier door. Close the fucking heavier door. He's not thinking. He just doesn't want the guy to come in. <laughs> just, we all could have done the same. None of us can second-guess you. I wouldn't have opened the door completely like he did. Yeah. Well, He, he just, just opens it open. So he deserved hey. to die. Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes, he, he and his did. wife deserve death. Yep. Message message received. <laughs> Speaking right. of father son, how about that father son relationship? That's
1: eh, no, well, dude. I mean, he's like we were just starting to become friends.
0: Yeah, and he tries what? to shoot him. Like well, no, no, no shooting Willis, friends, Joseph. Was he living like elsewhere for a while? No, he's been trying. He's been in that house in another room, and he's been trying to move to New York, and that's why he's on the train uh, from. But Philadelphia it, may- it the makes beginning. it seem like he ne- he's never spent time with his son. Well, and and he says as much later on. He said, "I I wasn't really there for him, and he's trying to make up for it now. Okay. Now that he's like a man, or become right. becoming a man. I think it would have been neat if he had
1: if there was a scene where he played football against the big kid. Ooh. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, where yeah. His son comes, and he comes he over and he's like, hey, 'Hey, let's play him. some ball, yeah, guys. I'm going to go work out with my dad. Oh, see how cute. I love it. He liked he loved his father. What do you
0: think they're going to do with the sequel? So we, we we hinted at it earlier, but the film Split came out in January. Turns out the uh, twist ending of that." Is that it ties in directly to this year' film, Unbreakable? Yeah. And then that, that now there's a Unbreakable spla- splash, Unbreakable uh, splash. slash so Daryl Hannah, <laughs> <laughs> an Unbreakable slash Split sequel, and that's going to round out the trilogy. This is a trilogy of films, apparently. Unsplitable, Unsplittable. That's, a, unsplittable. <laughs> that's what you are.
1: Yeah. What do you think? How does Bruce Willis rub against Split? <laughs> and like, or horde. I guess that's the name they're yeah, calling him. The, the horde, the beast, the horde. Yeah. Uh, how's he going to rub up against them and know what they did wrong? Like which personality? Oh, that's true. Because there's like twenty three of them. does it
0: matter like what personality. Maybe it is? he sees them all. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to play, Joe. I just know I'm on board. I'm excited. Bruce Willis is coming back. Sam Jackson's coming back. And I guess they're going to work. Uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. So Professor X. Yeah. And uh, and and the Nick, Nick Fury, Fury, and Bruce Willis. Has Bruce Willis ever played a? Uh... G.I. Joe. He was in G.I. Joe. (laughs) It is a Marvel property. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, he is G.I. Joe. Go, Joe. I I
1: liked him in that sequel, by the way. Never saw it. it It's much better than the first one. Is that next week on the editing bay? No. Coming soon to an episode?
0: That is not what we're going to be doing next week on the editing bay. It's too bad. Uh, I know. Well, I wish we could watch this again, Joe, because I still love it. I think it's great. I, I think it's M. Night Shyamalan's best film. Uh, and I say that having not seen Split or the three previous films <laughs> that were God. released. Actually, I heard the... Was it The Visits? I heard The Visit was good as well. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about right ah, now. It's the one he did uh, after What's after the, the Devil. No, it's... Uh, well, he just produced that in one. The in the elevator. elevator. Yeah, yeah, That's That's... His name should never have been attached to that. Huh. That's, that's why it failed. Because people saw it and they laughed. People were laughing openly in the theater. Oh, when they saw when his I name. they saw that it was... Yeah, people were groaning. <laughs> Uh, but then, uh, yeah, the visits like uh, two kids go visit their grandmother, and she turns out to be evil or something. I don't know. Apparently, it was good. Wow, yeah, it's a film he did before, like Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. A little bit, a little bit. Where's the sequel to that? By the way, dude, I don't know, but we, we did need more of that. We did that on the podcast a few years ago, listeners. Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. It's called. It's called The Avengers, <laughs> where basically he
1: becomes Hawkeye, and yeah. With his weird magic diabetes. We both like that film, though. Dude, that movie is so good. It's fun. I think it's just because we hadn't seen it. Like, neither of us had watched it. Yeah.
0: and uh, I believe it was the winner of uh, Best Pleasant Surprise from I our guess. Eddie Awards that year. I that, think you're right. Inaugural year. I think you're right about that.
1: So, uh, yeah. This, <laughs> so, this movie, Unbreakable.
0: Uh, are we done with this? I'm looking through all my notes. I want to make sure we've got everything covered because my case is about to rest. The jury will... Uh, tap, tap, tap. ...now go into their room yeah. with my judge hammer. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. Case over. <laughs> I think the, uh, the chiron at the bottom is just like, not a judge. <laughs> There's a little Parks and Rec reference there for you. Heard happily, guys. Heard Um, One of Bruce Willis's best performances, would you say, perhaps? No. What, what,
1: what, what is his best performance? John McClane. Oh, okay. Followed, followed closely right. by David Addison from
0: Moonlighting. <laughs> but that's those are his comedic action Sun roles. What about nine, him as a, as a dramatic actor? Car fly by day. No, moonlighting
1: strangers who just met on the way. Okay, one more
0: thing. I liked him in Death Becomes Her. Oh, he's great! It's nice to see him play against type. Yes. when he's playing like the nerdy... The nerdy coward. Yep, whose uh, wives are, are both walking over him. Yeah. And then he, he finally gets his eternal rest. Yeah. In the end. Yes. We're going to do that film on the podcast sometime too. Yeah, we do. One last thing about please, Unbreakable. Please, please. I can't I love, wait. I talked about the camera work and the, in the <laughs> way it's filmed. I also love uh, the idea that when he has these flashbacks or flash forwards where he's seeing the bad deeds that everybody's done, uh-huh. you notice the way that they're filmed there are yeah, all it's like these Dutch angles and stuff. Like yeah, it's but it's Batman. also like very high angle, like looking down. All the sh- all the scenes are like shot from like twenty feet in the air, looking down, almost from like God's POV. Yeah, it's you're not because right, he's God. He's not. I'm just saying he's clairvoyant and he sees. I, I just appreciated that it was intentional the way those flashbacks were shot, uh-huh. as if from uh, from God's POV. Yeah, all
1: right. Or is M Night Shyamalan God. <laughs> the godly, well, he, the godly drug dealer. He
0: does like to put himself in all of his films. Speaking and of joke is what this film did wrong. He's, he's putting him in his own M Night movie. Shyamalan. He has this thing about you know it's ego. It's got to be ego. right? Hey man, I don't have any drugs. Even when he's playing like a rural um, juror, <laughs> rural, the rural juror, the rural, rural juror. <laughs> No, like in signs, when he's just, I'm just a neighboring farmer, but I happen to be from Pakistani descent. (laughs) And I accidentally killed your wife. And by the way, yeah, exactly. (laughs) What a coincidence. Uh, By the way, I'm also... uh, I'm going to have a weird monologue outside your house. I'm also the cop in the village. I'm also a doctor in Sixth Sense. What else has he put himself in? Uh, Uh, He was in The Happening. Who was in The Happening? Another teacher, perhaps? Hey, what's happening? (laughs)
1: Uh, that's fun. So okay, that's what cool. it did wrong for me. All right. What about you? Um, <laughs> what did this movie do wrong? Where do we start? Unbreakable. I think it's. I think ultimately, the like the greatest offense that this movie committed for me, okay. was just pandering with the fucking comic book knowledge, and that's a very. I know, know you, sp- but it is specific. <laughs> it is specific. You're and, w- and you're one you like, percent of f- the audience. If you show. feel like I can't walk into a movie with that on my mind. Then you're, you're dead ass fucking wrong. Like, I, that is absolutely a very legit concern okay. for me to walk in and feel like I'm being pandered and talked down to All right. about comic books from some motherfucker who obviously
0: doesn't understand comic book structure himself. Seems like a very particular grievance. That, uh, a, a Darth grievance. A, a <laughs> <laughs> General grievance. General grievance. <laughs> What a Dooku. I hate that character. Yeah, everybody I hate, did. I hate no everyone. You'd hates be surprised. That really? Kids like that character. People like General Grievous? I have some uh, who do I know? I I feel like there's a listener perhaps that was using a maybe. I'm Sorry if I'm insulting you in your love. Sorry, of Matt Wood the voice of General Grievous.
1: <laughs> if you happen to listen to this podcast, your character sucks.
0: Oh. Oh what is Dandron Dice Clay? <laughs> uh what did Bada-bing. what did Unbreakable do right? What did it do right? Let me get a pillow while you list <laughs> Uh, it is going to be a huge list, but I, I like I said, I, I rest my case. Uh, it, it does everything that you want in a film, right? It's suspenseful. It's mm. got great characters. It's got humor. Huh. It's got great cinematography. It's got great performances. It has great music. Uh, <laughs> if you can remember it has, what it sounds. And it has a, a fun story. Um, and I, fun. I just, it's just everything. fun. <laughs> it's just neat. It's Joe. The, it's the the it's the swell. fun summer blockbuster. It's swell. <laughs> no, it's it's uh. I don't want to be condescending and say it's like, oh, it's a thinking man's comic <laughs> book movie, but... It <laughs> you, kind know of was, Ant you know what Ant-Man needed? Fucking bipolar <laughs> depression. Hey, listen. That's what Ant-Man was missing. Eight years later when The Dark Knight came out, everybody fucking shit themselves because, oh, finally, it's a superhero movie that's done dark and real. Well... What but, about fucking Unbreakable when it did it in 2000? But, Thank you. But no, Iris because Spanies. we actually had like comic book
1: and like superhero action and someone doing actual detective work in a superhero movie like in the dark knight like that's sure but that's a dark, that that dark knight character and the reason why the dark knight also works is because you've got you're resting on the fucking the performances of some really top-notch developed characters that that joker character even though he remains an enigma and mystery throughout the entire movie is religion. still developed within a fucking inch of his life. It's so fucking well done. And he's got all these marquee moments yeah. that not only do they satisfy the comic book fans, mm-hmm. but also the film
0: fans. It, there's, there's a lot going on on different levels, whereas
1: with yeah. Unbreakable... unbreakable Dinner first. Un, That's right. Unbreakable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you're sure comparing did. Batman to the comic books, and yes, it, you, you, it, it, you, it was a but great But you Batman opened film. us up for this comparison. No, I'm, uh, no I'm, I'm not comparing it to Batman. I'm comparing it to a superhero film. a a, a A what film film? (laughs) a superhero (laughs) film (laughs) Stuart what are you doing here I don't know why I'm having trouble forming words tonight uh, but it's an origin
1: story I feel like it's because You have like This This, this blinding Red rage It's That you've rage. been keeping Under wraps It's that, not like, rage Joe motherfucker it's, I have
0: so many feelings About this That I want to express To the audience Mostly in you I just want you To be where I am I want you Look, to be Get on my level Joe You know what Joel mm-hmm. You're right I don't want the cut. It's
1: a great film. All right, what I I thought. What I thought Unbreakable did right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there were some moments in this movie that were like, "Wow, this is these are some traces of some truly, truly great filmmaking. Right, truly great filmmaking that harkens back to Spielberg and uh early lucas and things that like you know that that rang true in comic books and things that like things that made me love this genre and things that made me love the source material that this genre stems from Mm -hmm. there are little glimpses of it for me little glimpses of them in there and when i see them i enjoy it i i think that they're done really well but for me Mm -hmm. they're very few and far between wow uh, it, it's it, it, is, it does not speak to me as loudly as it does to you
0: Well, that's too bad Well, um, agree to disagree, Joe <laughs> When in Rome But I do appreciate you uh, giving it an, uh, a fourth try Yes. And and trying to appreciate it for uh, for what I it tried. is. I tried. I tried. And know, that's that's the best that I can do. at that charge. That is why you failed. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. Uh, how about Our, a remake, though? If we
1: were going to remake Unbreakable, mm. how would we do that?
0: Uh, I have done... Uh, oh, looks like I've done five characters here. I, I did, forgot. F- I did four. I did uh, Mr. Glass's mom. They call, mom. Mama Glass. They call me Mr. Glass. They call me Mama Glass. I did call her Mrs. Glass <laughs> in my casting. Glass Mama. You want me to do her? Please no. d- please do her. I went with the Viola Davis. Of course you yes, did. Mrs. Glass. Because you're racist. Every day I'm going to leave a comic me. book out here waiting for you. <laughs> should be great at that. Someone's going to take it. You better get out there and go get it. <laughs> I may have added a few words to that line. <laughs> better get on up and get out there. and Well go get then, honey piece. child. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she delivers the line. She's great in this. Even and if
1: you don't want that comic <laughs> book to go missing now. <laughs> Yeah. You best get on your feet and go on out there and find that there comic book.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're doing key or peel. <laughs> key and or peel.
1: Uh All right. So how I about, did. Go for it. How go. about Joseph, the little kid Joseph? Ah, yes. Joseph. I cast Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Tom
0: Holland. Nice. A little old. Yeah. Maybe.
1: I don't know how to cast children, anymore I know when we do these
0: recasts. Well when I do, I always uh, I usually go to stranger things, <laughs> yeah. and that's what I did this time, yeah uh, by recasting with uh, Finn Wolfhard is the actor's name, but he plays the character of Mike Wheeler. that's right. Mike. He's kind of like the main kid. he's kind of got a little fish mouth. Mm-hmm. little fish lips. That's right, the one who has a thing for 11. That's right. yeah, he's, he's basically the lead, yeah besides her. He's great in that. He'll be great in this. Dude, he's so good. He can cry. He's so good. How about Robin Wright Penn?
1: Robin Wright. Audrey. Audrey. Mm -hmm. Uh, I cast Diane Lane. Ooh. I skewed older. I went. I went older. So since Tom Holland had to be the kid, Diane Lane, who also plays Martha Kent. I was going to say,
0: didn't she already play a a superhero father? she plays Martha Kent. She knows how to do it. Yep. Fit right in. Uh, I went a little younger, uh, but I went with Julie Bowen. Oh, yeah, from Modern Family. From Modern Family, Love her. Mm -hmm. It's a good, good job. Uh, the the character of Elijah, I mm-hmm. guess we would go with next, the yeah. Sam Jackson character. Yep, that's what I did. Idris Elba. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Wait, though, he's supposed to be like thin and frail and breakable. Why? He's
1: breakable. Why? He's not unbreakable. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be ironic that this big like, built dude
0: is fragile? Yeah, but I don't think physiologically that's how it works. I think if you have and enough why? muscles surrounding it's your... It's a comic book. I know. It's, it's fiction, you, Joel. But how do you get that ripped if you can't
1: work out? It's just natural. The, one minute, the minute he just tries you, to like... The way you naturally look, that's the curse of it, Joel. <laughs> that you're so athletic, but All you right. can't go do anything because you're All fragile. Right. Well, I actually followed
0: directions. And I... <laughs> there were <no> directions. <laughs> I went with the... Um, and actually, this is a Jenna pick, but I agree with it 100%. I went with Don Cheadle. That's nice. Did she like this movie? She loved this movie. Oh. This is the first time seeing oh. it. I may have colored her opinion a little bit, though, I have to admit. <laughs> Meanwhile, throughout the entire movie, you're like, no, but don't you see the parallels that are being drawn here? No, but then, I mean, she said she liked it, and uh, I think she would tell you the same to your face, especially mm. with me standing behind her. My face. <laughs> All right, so that leaves us with David. Here it is, David Dunn. Do you notice that, too, it's Joe? My,
1: my David. The alliteration in the first uh-huh. and last name? Yeah, like Peter Parker. Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Bruce, Bruce Banner. Brain,
0: Bruce Brain. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Banner.
1: <laughs> Bruce Banner. Yeah.
0: That's right. Uh, I went with John Hamm. How about oh, that John... square jaw? Yeah, a L- little older, maybe not as in shape as he used to be, but you can mm. see that there was a football player in him. Yeah, and yeah, that, there was. He just <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> 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 John Hamm. I went with Ben Affleck. There you go. You're basically just recasting the DC. Yes, I is am. Is Zack Snyder your director, Jack? No, my uh, my director is Joel
1: Schumacher. <laughs> what I thought this movie needed was sh- more color and nipples. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Joel Schumacher is going to direct uh, My Unbreakable. I like this. Well, I, I showed my hand earlier by evoking Christopher Nolan's name, but he would be my director since he knows how to do uh, dark. Comic book movies. I would love to see his take on this. I should say, um, speaking of recasting, there was a version where I recast specifically just with Stranger Things cast. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I thought that uh, David Harbour would be a good uh, David Dunn as well. And then uh, you'd have Winona Ryder. He was the sheriff, right? He was the sheriff. And then Winona Ryder would play the... uh, (laughs) I still love that video of them
1: at the award show and Winona Ryder's like just... Looking crazy. What the fuck (laughs) is wrong with her? Oh my God. She just doesn't know how to be famous. I worry about your Winona. Come back, yes. Come back to us. I want. I just want Beetlejuice,
0: Winona to come back. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice.
1: Uh, all right, guys. If you have any thoughts about Unbreakable, like uh, Roddy Hooper, yeah. <laughs> if you've got a <laughs> Rodney Hopper, Roddy Rodney Hopper. Mm-hmm. If you've got any thoughts about about this movie, maybe just like him, or if you if someone backs me on this thing. Uh, and kind of sees where I'm coming from. No one will. That's nobody. I, I'm, I'm sure they won't. You're the fan favorite, by the way. I don't think that's you're, true. You are the favorite, Joe, because I'm the nice guy, the, Joe. You are the nice guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, who, who? According uh, to who? According to me. According to Jim. Oh well, you're <laughs> you're my favorite, Joe. You're my favorite co-host. <laughs> you're my favorite co. My favorite Joe.
1: <laughs> I think we should probably fuck now. Is Let's it? do it. Uh, and cut. Uh, cut no, that part out. Guys, job. if you've got thoughts about Unbreakable uh, or our recasting, we invite you to come and uh, take part in the discussion. Let us know all about it mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. In Facebook, the search function, put in the editing bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. Click on that. You can talk back to us. And let us know what you thought about Unbreakable. And yeah. if you've got any ideas let for Joe know that we could talk about in the future uh, that maybe don't suck, uh, go ahead and let us know. All about it right there. We've also got a website, right, Joe?
0: We sure do. It's editingbay.com. When you go there, you're going uh, to see a splash page, as most websites have. But then you're also going to see links to uh, the archives, all of our old episodes. You know, Joe, we've been placing blame on iTunes all this time for limiting our, our episodes only a 100 count. If you subscribe on iTunes, you're only going to see the most 100 episodes. According to superfan Michael Daly, we're fast approaching our 200th episode. Did you realize no this? No shit. In another, I think, 11 weeks. So uh, I guess by the end of the summer, early fall, we're going to have to have a big 200th episode uh, special edition. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Uh, but until then, maybe uh, we'll, wa- we'll watch 300. It's actually not iTunes' <laughs> fault. It turns out it is our host, Squarespace's fault. Is that right? we only having 100 limit, Yeah, but, wow. uh, but damn it, we still love them. They're uh, easy to podcast with, though. Squarespace, Squarespace, everybody. Which hosts... Editingbay.com Again, you'll find archives to all of our past shows. You'll find a link. You can buy some swag there. You want to support the show by a t-shirt. Also see some pics from our live show. See what we look like. You're also going to find links to our social networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, and also uh, our Twitter handle, which if you follow us, at The Editing Bay, you might be like, uh, well, like our 200th follower, Joe. Holy shit. We finally broke this. Man, that's a magic number, huh? Yeah. Episode 200. We're yes. Have, and we have 200 Twitter followers. And Joe... As I promised, um, our 200th follower, will get uh, some, some, a nice t-shirt and maybe some swag. And we'll a movie to review, right? Reach into our... Uh, and then
1: we talk about that? We're going to send them a, is that what a, we do? a download code? <laughs> we, are you all right? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Guys, so Joe walked away from the mic
0: like he was about to sneeze. It was going to be sneeze. But he made this weird orgasmic sound. You <laughs> know what they like, say. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever want to know what I sound like? Climaxing. You just heard it. No, you, you know they say like that the whatever endorphins are released when you sneeze are the same that, uh, that are released when you when you, well, when you orgasm. Well, all right. So there you go. So everybody should sneeze more. <laughs> just... That was going to be a sneeze I apologize. Uh-huh. I was so, able to chamber it at the last minute. So here we go.
1: So we're going to send them a copy. So we're going to send uh, a
0: copy of fences <laughs> Her- <laughs> they're going to review fences for us. Well, first uh, our 200th follower, which is Harjinder S Kukrija. what? I don't think I pronounced that correctly. Harjinder yeah, Harjinder. He's a restaurateur and chocolatier, and uh, <laughs> chocolat. He lives uh, Charlie in the chocolat factory. He lives in Punjab, apparently.
1: <laughs> That's that uh, right. Yeah. So <laughs> it, will will
0: will he review this movie? Do you know? Well, who? hopefully. Uh, but first, he's going to have to DM me on Twitter. Yes, and uh, we'll we'll get your address. We'll get we, something shipped out to. I can't wait, man. <laughs> this would be awesome. For you. So
1: yeah, Harjinder, we would like for you to review Fences, oh. <laughs> the the Denzel Washington movie Fences, for us. We're giving him homework for being yeah. the two hundredth Twitter follower. That's or. right. You're getting homework, uh, and then just like record your review in an audio format, not too long. Like, don't give us a thirty minute long review. Right, right. You can, you can give about five minutes. Five minutes or less, minutes or less is yeah. great, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll go ahead and we'll air that on a future episode.
0: Yeah, there you go. So congratulations, and everybody else, please be like Harjinder and follow us at the Editing Bay on Twitter. Okay, um also leave
1: us a rating and a review. We would love that if you go to your podcasting app uh on your phone or on your iPad, uh just go ahead and open that app up, put in the search function uh, and put in the editing bay or Next Wave Radio. That will also bring us up as well. Uh, and leave a, a five-star rating review. We'd really appreciate that. If you don't have an uh, Apple device, if you've got an Android, that's cool. Go to your app store or whatever they call it on the Android. <laughs> the uh, the Android shop. Yeah, I think it's a like Google, Google, uh, Google Google store, Google shop or Google something. Shop, okay. Maybe. Whatever that is. You can look for the Podcast Addict or Podcast Republic apps. Download those. You can use those to search the iTunes library and subscribe to the show that way as well. So you know what? If you're getting a new phone uh, and you're worried you're not going to get your uh, your editing bay fixed, don't worry, man.
0: We got you covered. Um, all right. So what are we going to do next week? Well, Joe, since you had to endure my pick this past week, I think it's only fair we hand over the reins as we do every week. And uh, you get to decide. So do you have something chambered for us?
1: Well, I do have something chambered. And uh, initially, I was going to go with a movie that I know neither one of us has seen. Oh. uh, But I have changed my mind. I've made a uh, a game time decision. Calling an audible. I am calling an audible. uh, And I think that we need to honor the passing Mm. of someone. We're talking about superheroes here. Yeah. We've talked about, we've even mentioned Batman. We've talked about Batman. And uh, I think being the nerdy guys that we are. Yeah. Uh, we owe it to ourselves, and we also owe it to Adam West mm. uh, to talk about uh, his career, you know, uh, taking on the mantle, the cowl mm. of the <laughs> cave crusader. Uh, I think we should watch Batman 66. Yeah,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so what what happened, guys, like about two, three years into the Batman movie, or the Batman TV show in the 60s, they mm. ended up making a movie uh, where all the villains came together to try to take down Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the movie that has that famous scene where Adam West, <laughs> dressed like Batman, is running around with a bomb in his hands, this comically yeah. large bomb. And he's like, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> uh, or with the, the bat shark repellent. He's got the shark hanging. Uh, he's hanging from a helicopter on yeah. a ladder. And I think that this is... A- I think this is one that we should probably get a special guest to join us for. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, I just don't know who yet. Hmm. Uh, so I'm going to start putting out some feelers. I have a couple maybe, of ideas. Maybe we can get old Devin to come on back and talk should about yeah, this man. movie. With or us. Batman himself, or Howie. Howie. Bring Howie on in. We hmm. can talk about that. Uh, but we will ideally have a guest joining us for next week nice. as we talk about Batman 66. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much, sir. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Guys, we'll check you next week for Batman 66. See ya.
0: Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.